Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so glad that you are here with us, and I am so thankful to be your host. And we're going to be looking today at New Testament papyri. Think of paper. Paper is a very ancient thing made from the, not pulp wood like today, but the papyrus plant. And so, New Testament papyri were in the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geisler. Again, thanks so much for being with us. The papyri are widely considered to be the earliest and by some most significant of the documents of the Greek New Testament. Maybe, maybe not. This does not have to do much with their being written on papyrus as it does their early date. Since papyrus is the earliest form of writing material in which we find the New Testament, Scholars typically assume that if the text is written on papyrus, it's of an earlier date. Again, maybe, maybe not. But you have to remember, too, papyrus also disintegrated much faster than vellum. Vellum was much more expensive. So it would have only been preserved in arid areas, such as North Africa and the southern Levant. So... While this is true the vast majority of the time, we do have New Testament documents written on papyrus as late as the 7th century uh, A.D. I've got my a note here. His chart uh, has some things on there on page 105. That's just a note I wrote to myself. I'd have to study my hieroglyphics to really figure out what I meant. I feel like Hegel there. The chart on pages 118-122 gives a list of significant New Testament papyri manuscripts and catalog designations arranged by date. In addition, Appendix A provides analysis and description of more than 60 of these manuscripts. A special note in proving biblical reliability are the two most famous papyri discussed below, the John Ryland's fragment and the Chester Beatty two papyri. So John Rylands, this would be P52 of several John Rylands. One of them may be a forgery, by the way. I've done a video on that over on YouTube. Has the distinct honor of being the oldest copy of any piece of the New Testament, maybe. <laughs> I will say that. The Alexandrian fragment is from John's Gospel, containing part of the five verses from John 18, 31 through 33 and 37 and 38 discovered in Egypt among the Oxyrhynchus collection and dates back to the early days of the 2nd century AD, most likely between 117 and 138 AD or even earlier. Most give it a date of about 125. That's really the most common thing you see. And, you know, they tell this a lot of times by uh, paleography that uh, Certain things surrounding the find may have dates on it. They wrote things certain way. But uh, I think it may be, is it P67, is it? The Magdalene fragment that there's a lot of people that are really convinced that that's from the 60s AD. It's a little snippet of Matthew and uh, epifluorescent confocal microscope really helps dating that. All right, it is composed of papyrus, and its origin is clearly from a todex, codex. 
thus indicating to many paleographers that New Testament codices did exist in the first century AD. Okay, and that's big because so often people just say the books, bring the books and the parchment, Paul said, and in the uh, book of Revelation, the books wrote their own. Well, no, it was scrolls then. Codices didn't exist. Well, here you have 125 AD, and it came from a book. So that's just faulty. Um, the uncovering of this fragment has been significant in supporting the earliest dating of the Gospel of John within the first century AD. For centuries, the historical antiquity of John was questioned. After Bruno Bauer's influential scholarship in the Gospel of John in the 18th century, many, for example, C.K. Barrett, who's pretty good, and Rudolf Bultmann, who's maybe not usually, look, in my opinion, I'm conservative, located the origin of the gospel in the 2nd century A.D., long after the apostle John had died. Some would even say it was a John of Ephesus. With the discovery of the John Rylands fragment, that position is no longer tenable and has been widely rejected. This is a great example of how discovery of a manuscript can influence critical views of the actual textual content and background of the documents of the New Testament themselves. There's actually a great deal of irony related to this discovery. A papyrus piece of the book of the New Testament said to have been written latest in history. John is now the earliest fragment in the New Testament we possess. That is ironic. The small piece of the Gospel of John is no insignificant fragment. It contains Jesus' discussion with Pilate on the nature of truth. It contains part of both Pilate's question, what is truth, and Jesus' remark, the truth shall set you free. And, uh, make you free in John 8. It's almost just discovery as a partial answer to that question, at least the response what used to be a prevailing critical view regarding John Gospel. So very influential fragment. We may talk about some other fragments over the course of time. I think I may have done uh, a podcast already on that. I know I've done some stuff on YouTube on it. And I teach it at IBC. It all kind of blends together. So God bless you. Hey, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave a five-star review. And tell your friends and family about us. Pray for us. And uh, if you want to give, you can go to New Life of Albany at Tide.ly or NewLifeofAlbany.com. Don't feel obligated, though. But we do appreciate it when people do give. And we just want to say God bless you. Join us daily. If this is your first time, thanks for being here. We hope you'll become a regular and uh, listen to our playlist as well. If you've been here, thank you so much. You're a blessing. We'll talk with you later. In Jesus' name.